SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Have you ever noticed how many stories around corruption end up around procurement? And it's sort of obvious, really, isn't it? Um, that, you know, procurement would lead to these cases. We saw so many of them during the state capture era. And there's a new public procurement bill working its way through Parliament that is supposed to, in a way, make it easier to stop corruption or make it harder to indulge in corruption or engage in corruption during the procurement process. But there's already some criticism of this. The Amabungane Center for Investigative Journalism, their advocacy coordinator, Caroline James, joins us now. Caroline, good morning. You believe that this public procurement bill has important weaknesses. What do you believe is wrong with it? Morning, Stephen. Thank you very much for having me. I think that the key weakness in this bill is just that it doesn't establish a strong enough system. What it does is that it hands decision-making power to the Minister of Finance and the National Treasury to make these rules on how procurement should operate. And that is our sort of key concern, that that will make it weak because you're relying on the executive and civil servants to design the type of procurement that should be conducted in South Africa, whereas what, what should be happening is that Parliament should be interrogating and putting together these strong systems to ensure that they both they create cost-effective and um, resilient to corruption systems. One of the things we've seen during state captures, you can actually have quite strong systems, but you still, at some point, someone has to make a decision, and that's often where the, where the corruption can creep in. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we uh, we see in, in procurement that it's the sort of bid evaluation committees within each government department that is making this decision. And that is where, again, the sort of weakness of allowing the minister and National Treasury to create the systems comes in. Because if we could ensure that the bill has strong criteria and explanation of how decisions need to be made, it would be harder for those types of sort of committees that are evaluating bids to be able to sort of manipulate the the system. Does it matter who makes the decision? I mean, it's supposed to be officials. It's not supposed to be ministers. But ministers, it seems, and we've seen some cases, are uh, sometimes able to exert certain power or influence or something. Um, So how do we sort of sort that out? It's a bit tangled. Absolutely. And I think we saw that last week when Parliament was discussing the bill and MPs were saying that they think that it's unfair for their family members to be excluded because politicians aren't involved in procurement. And I think, as you say, we know that that's not really the case. So what the bill does do is it does create areas of conflict of interest. So it does prevent party officials and various officials and their family members within government departments from tendering for bids. So it does prevent those sort of politically linked companies or individuals from hoping to get government contracts. But I do think that, as you say, the other difficulty is that sort of behind the scenes exertion of influence that politicians or other party members can exert on those people making decisions. And again, that's a problem that we feel hasn't been correctly addressed in the bill. Do you see any appetite by Parliament, by the people making these decisions to actually change it? At the moment, we are concerned that there isn't that appetite. But we, the submissions on the bill were due yesterday and hearings from people who or the hearings within the committee are happening today and tomorrow and so we are hopeful that there will be an indication from some of the MPs who sit on that committee that they are willing 
to make the types of radical changes that we think need to be done. But we'll have to see how the hearings go today and tomorrow. Caroline James, thank you. From the Advocacy Manager at the Amabungani Centre for Investigative Journalism.